you who are about to experience the corpse cast, we would advise any listener who may be ill, pregnant, or of weak constitution to reconsider listening to the show for fear of an onset of health issues related to encountering bouts of pure shock or fright. For those who wish to continue, just remember to avoid fainting. Keep repeating, it's only a podcast, only a podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 324 of the Corpse Cast. I'm Mike. I'm Steve. Steve. Oh, you're, are you? I thought that I thought that we were done doing the uh, William Shatner. Now that uh, we're not doing any more Devil's Reign. You know, it's it's a dramatic pause. Really? No, it's just it's it's. I don't even know, dude. I don't even know. <laughs> it's it's got to take a minute. Because- you, you could tell it's a, you could tell it's a Friday after a long <laughs> week, and he doesn't want to put up with anybody's bullshit. So if any of you are planning on bringing some bullshit. I'm just not, walk on. I'm not with putting that. up with it. Just walk on. Step off. Yeah. Step up. Walk on, homeboy. Yeah. But I, but I am excited, Mike. I got to tell you, I yeah, am excited. I'm yeah. glad. Yeah. And and I don't know if you know, but there's actually kind of a coincidence. Yeah. Yeah. Between these two movies or what? No, 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 no. Well, I couldn't find. You know, I was watching. Yeah. To see if I could see anything between the two movies. Of course. Uh-huh, uh-huh. No, but then, no, no. What happened yesterday? And the movie that I'm reviewing today. What happened yesterday? Oh, the... Wait. What? The balloon? Yeah, no. The Chinese balloon? What? No, 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 no. No, no, no. What? <laughs> Burt Baccarat passed away. Oh. Yeah. At like 94. Four. I did see that. The, you know, yeah. the only time I knew yeah. who he was is when uh, Austin Powers is like, Burt Baccarat! Right, sure. Yeah, so that's sure. the only... Yeah, yeah. I didn't really but know. You, so you're saying, Steve, what does this have to do with that? Steve, what does this have to do with it? Beware of the blob. Did he sing it? No, he wrote that. Oh, no shit. He wrote it, yeah. So they had another... Well, wait. I'm, wait, wait, I'm not going to get into it. We'll, well get, we got to okay. save it for the show. God, this is the show. No, 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 no. We haven't even... We haven't even... Bro, oh, it's a new era I'm of the corpse cast, okay? I'm getting ahead of myself. We, so we, we're starting to do a little bit of themes, right? Last one was a devil's... The devil's... Uh, um, uh, Devil's Book Club. Book Satan's Club. Book Club. Satan's right. Book Club. Right. This yeah. one is Good Times, 50 Drive-In Movies. Oh, okay? fantastic. And uh, so we picked two, and uh, Steve mentioned the first one, The Blob, from right. 1958. And we're going to be talking about Night of the Demon, a.k.a. Curse of the Demon, from 1957. And it's funny because, well, and we'll say for the show, but right. it's like, if I think like 50s uh, Drive-In, I'm thinking these crazy like like sci-fi, you know, like like them, sure. and all the, like the giant... Spiders and ants and movies stuff like that. That one's actually kind of heady. So I mean, we'll sit and we'll talk about that when it comes up. But uh, yeah, Absolutely. man. So that's what we got going on. So sorry. Go ahead with your Burt Baccarat bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> no, he he was asked. You know, they had a theme song, and then they had a young Burt Baccarat compose, write, compose. You know, a song for the movie. Oh, really? To, yeah, to kind of like capture a younger feel. Well, sure. And he you wrote, mean the teenagers right. that were all almost thirty? Well, because during the fifties was this, as uh, film historians like to uh, call it, teen teen expo- exploitation films. Sure, right? Where the Blob, right, mm-hmm. fits that perfectly. It, it like sure. fits right in with teen exploitation uh-huh. and sci-fi horror. Yeah, of course, yep. right. So both were big, but I think 
Now, I could be wrong on this, but this might be one of the first crossover teen exploitation sci-fi horror of its kind. Yeah, I don't don't even know. I I mean, we'd, we'd have to talk to one of those historians. You know what's funny is you say that, right? Yeah. And I feel like I, I mean... Eighties movies, eighties, you know, horror movies with teens in them. Oh, totally sy- love them. Right? Synonymous. But yeah. the thing is, is now, yeah, I'm to the age where it's like I watch a movie with teens in it now, and I'm like, oh man, I do what? I don't understand these kids these Whoa. days. I, it's like I, 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 look, I hear you. I, hear, yeah. I just like. I mean, I'm old enough to get to colonoscopy. Right. I, just I actually think, got one. I just think these kids fucking suck. Hey, they're dumb. <laughs> they're dumb. What are the kids these days? What are they talking they're about? They're all running to a safe space. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, that's your people, bro. All right, all right. How about this? Um, do we have anything to talk about before? Because I didn't really prep anything before we get going. I'm just uh, kind of excited to talk about uh, the movies. You got anything? No. Okay. Well, why don't we do this? Let's, let's start the show off by playing a quick... Uh, trailer for the Blob, and I hope that the Blob song's in there. If it's not, I will put it in there. Yeah, so. it, 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 performed by the Blobs. Is that really? <laughs> yeah. That sounds like a fake band. Anyways, here you guys go. Dave, Doc Hallen's been killed. Doc Hallen, what happened? It's over at his place. You gotta come now. Oh, wait a minute, Steve. Tell us what happened. Well, I'm trying to tell you. Now this thing had killed the Doc. Well, what was it? Stop with it, kid. But it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a mass that keeps getting. Bigger and bigger it. Every one of you watching this screen, look out. Because soon, very soon, the most horrifying monster menace ever conceived will be oozing into this theater. Teenagers see it first, like a falling star from outer space. Boy, that was close. Hey, come on, I want to see if I can find it. An old man finds it, touches it, and this is the shocking result. From then on, there's no stopping the blob as it spreads from town to town. It's indestructible. It's indescribable. Nothing can stop it. This town is in danger. How can it be stopped? Mob hysteria sweeps one city. Before long, the nation and then the world could fall before the blood-curdling threat of the Bob. Starring Steve McQueen and a cast of exciting young people. You, this is your time to shine. No, I, no, I thought you're always with the intro, and I'm waiting. Okay, The Blob, 1958. <laughs> yes. There you go. Teen exploitation. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sci-fi horror. Okay, all right. Now, here we go. Here we go. This was produced by Jack Harris. And from everything I could find out, I really kind of feel like this is Jack Harris's, like, it, it was his, it was his baby. Brainchild there. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. he was, so, Mike, I've got to ask you a question. Have you ever heard of? Star jelly. I never have, no. No. Star jelly is a thing. Okay. Right. And in the 50s, you know, being like the atomic age and all this shit, uh-huh. right? Was this like something you could buy out of the back of a no, boy's no, life no, no, or something? But, no, okay. no, But you had to find it, right? Okay. And I guess some cops somewhere, I don't know, Florida or something, 1950, 
found some star jelly, and it's just this weird substance. Okay. Right? They found, like, this some star jelly that was, like, six feet long. Whatever. Um, the guy, uh, da, 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 I think it was, the, no, I don't know. Well, this one guy writes about it. Harris, Jack Harris gets a hold of it. And it was originally called um, Molten Meteor, you know, or something like that. Okay. A, a, a Molten Meteor. Was it like a product or what is it? You no, know, it's like. Like, some, like, like some, kind of like jellyfish or, but, but or something. But some, some people just found. It wasn't right, like a right. product that some. No, 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 okay, no, no. Okay. It's from space. Okay. Space jelly. Yeah. Or space jam. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that would have to have fruit in it. That's yeah, the big star difference. Jelly, okay. Star jelly. Oh, star jelly. Okay. That's star jelly. Okay. Right. So it gets, you know, he gets this idea of, you know, whatever, the substance from outer space that mm-hmm. eats people. Originally called the glob, right? But they ran okay. into some copyright issues with that. There was another, <laughs> like, like magazine or, you know, comic out called the glob. Okay. Couldn't call it the glob, so they called it the blob. That sounds good. Right, right, mm-hmm. right, right. And then Harris really wants to do it. He loves this project so much. And he, he's shopping it around, right? After he gets the script, shopping around, can't get any takers from any, like, studio. Okay. Right. So he, he takes out a second mortgage, cashes in his life insurance. Oh, dear. To fund this fucker himself. Okay. Right? Uh-huh. He's doing it. And then the rest of it, he then he, you know, I don't know how he knew Irving Yeworth, uh, Yearworth, uh, who directed the movie. Well, and Irving, or Shorty, um, had is known for doing like religious productions. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like he's a Methodist like minister, right? And he used to do like he um, did a movie called The Flaming Teenage. Yeah, and it's you got to hear the overview. Yeah, let me read this real quick. A small town boy heads for the lights of the big city and discovers the delights of hard liquor <laughs> and fast women. Okay. Yeah, it's right a, there. Right. He becomes there. an addict and dope peddler yeah. and blah blah blah. Yeah. yeah, right. So, um, Yeaworth is is. I think he's. I don't know if he has a name for himself by now, but he's done a lot of uh, the Billy Graham TV show. Who boy? Yeah, right. Okay. So, he and then Harris wants to film this locally in Pennsylvania. Okay. So they get in They get with like the Valley Forge players, who's this local no like acting way, group. Yeah, bro. yeah, yeah. The Valley Forge players, right? And they just do this whole production themselves. Are you serious? Absolutely. That's amazing. Absolutely dude. for like a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah. You know. And well, they got well. You know, what's funny is they got what's his name, uh, Steve McQueen. Steve McQueen, but right. he, he was. This is like one of his first things, right? As Stephen McQueen, right? Yeah. Right. So, Yeaworth, no, no, no. Harris saw um, Steve McQueen in the play. He was looking at another actor, saw Steve McQueen, liked Steve McQueen, approached Steve McQueen, yeah. wanted him to do it, right? But Yeaworth couldn't stand Steve McQueen. Really? Yeah, because he was doing a film. With uh, Steve McQueen's future wife, and I guess Steve McQueen was a just an asshole, yeah. <laughs> obnoxious. Well, and, most cool dudes right, are speaking right, as right. a cool dude. And Yeaworth had to ask him to like leave the set, right. and I guess they were close mm-hmm. in age. So dude, he had he, that, dude was twenty eight when he filmed. Right, this. so he, yeah. yeah, he's not a teenager. No, you know, he's, not. Fact, he's almost thirty. Yeah. Right, so Steve McQueen even kind of felt like, well, you know, I'm really old to be doing a, a teen. Right, you know? right, right. So he was hurting for money. <laughs> He took a a flat check, right? Of yeah. like somewhere between twenty five to three grand, uh-huh. like three thousand dollars. Well, like I mean, but back in fifty six, right. You could buy a car 50, for six hundred bucks, right, like right. a nice car for six hundred bucks. Still, still. Well, shit, yeah. I would yeah, do yeah. it. And so then the the rest of the cast, um, let's see, Anita Corson, 
who was a relative. She was an unknown. She was casted the day before filming. Jeez. Right. And then, you know, she went on to do Andy Griffith show mm-hmm. and have a really great. This is the only movie she's done. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. and But she had a great career in television. Oh, cool. Yeah. And then um, Earl Rowe and Olin Holland. Anyway, they, they were actors. Everybody else was in the Valley Forge players or lived around the area. That's wild. Of Phoenixville. That's wild. In, in Pennsylvania. In Pennsylvania. Right. Cool. Okay. So the movie starts out in Lover's Lane. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or I found my thrill on Blueberry Hill. Hill. Right. So, you know, they're making out, right? Sure. See a meteor crash. Yep. Right. Oh, oh, what's that? Right. Then it cuts to an old man in the cabin, cabin in the woods, mm-hmm. <laughs> goes over. And if this isn't a lesson for you kids, but listen, look, listen, listen, Uncle Steve here. <laughs> Don't poke meteors with a stick. No, okay. Okay. That's, that's fair enough. Because they, they poke the meteor with it. He pokes the meteor with a stick. It like falls. What are you supposed open. to do, though? Do you let us be real? What are you supposed to do at that point? Don't poke it with a stick. Well, I mean, what do you, what are you, you going to sit there and look at it like a dumbass? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because when he poked it with a stick, it breaks open. Babe, what? <laughs> oh, sorry, my wife is leaving. She told me she's taking my car. Ah. My goodness. Okay, yeah. fine. It breaks open. Bye. Bye. Star jelly, right? Mm-hmm. Pokes it with a stick. <laughs> it gets all of his hand. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then the kids find him. They're driving. And what was it? A, was it are they driving a Plymouth? I'm not sure, but it was Star gorgeous. Right? I think it's a Plymouth. I have to look that. I have no but, idea. But yeah. it's a that's a Steve McQueen's car is rad. Well, yeah, all yeah. of them are kind oh, of yeah, yeah, back yeah. then, right? I feel like. Yeah. And so, you know, they 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 run into the old man in the road, blah blah blah, take uh-huh. him to the, the you know, to the uh, uh, to the doctor, and oh, it's this weird space star jelly or whatever. It's the you glob. Know. Oh right. shoot! I mean the blob. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so and then then they you know they have to go and you know like. Then they they have the drag race backwards, right? <laughs> and and the, and of course the cops, oh you meddling kids, you right, know, exactly you know, right. Come on, Dave. <laughs> yeah, they all know everybody's right, name. Right, it's, right. it's it's charming. awesome. Yeah. So yeah, and then the movie progresses, and then the blob gets bigger and bigger, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you know they have this amazing, the incredible scene out of the uh, the theater, the colonial yep, theater right, there, mm-hmm. and all everybody's running. And, you know, to go out and evidently, reportedly, as the scene, they're, they're doing the run out. One of the cameramen trips over backwards. Oh, no kidding. Right. But it keeps filming. Right. Okay. And so <laughs> you can see it. It's like, oh, it's this chaos going, Right. Well, yeah. And they they kept it in there. Cool. Yeah. And there's all these, like, funny bloopers in the movie. Like, you can hear Yeaworth on the, like, like w- there's one scene where uh, this old guy who's a... Uh, you know what? What would they call him? Uh, like a um, <laughs> uh, volunteer. You know, uh, he he hears the air siren and he's putting on his one hat, his oh, helmet. Right. You know, for the air raid. Uh-huh. He's like, oh, well, no, that's a fire that puts on his fire. He doesn't know <laughs> how to get. It. And then you can hear Yeaworth in the background. Yeah, fire! Oh, fire! <laughs> <laughs> I missed that. But right. Yeah. And you know, and Stephen Queen was such a pain in the ass. He wouldn't stop smoking on set. Really? Okay. Yeah. And so there's one, and there's a couple scenes or where he's hiding his cigarette behind his back and you can see the smoke coming. I did not even notice that. (laughs) Wild. Okay, cool. It is hilarious. That is wild. Yeah. So now the blob 
for the time, you know, the, the blob itself was just pretty much silicone and food coloring, mm-hmm. right? They filmed it in in color, mm-hmm. you know, okay. which I think only could have worked for the movie. I don't think it would have gone over so well in black and white. Okay. You know, just I don't, beca- know. You I don't know, know. That's interesting. But you yeah. know, because I think the color of the blob mm-hmm. is so important, you know, that, and, and basically what they did is they kind of had it on this table where they would have the camera fix and they would kind of turn the table. So it would like to, move make around. It look oh, like, cool. Yeah. You know, that's, that's how awesome. they filmed that. Oh, right. Cool. The theater's still there. The diner is, it went down. They rebuilt another diner. Kind of doesn't really look like it, but you sure. know, mm-hmm. you know, and then there's other parts where the school, they break into the school mm-hmm. and there's, that's there, there in around Phoenixville. Mm-hmm. Now in Phoenixville, I don't know exactly when the days are, but they have blob days. Oh yeah, yeah, no, 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 yeah, I've, I've, uh, I've seen that. And, I, I mean, I haven't, I haven't been there, but I've seen people celebrating the Blob Day, right? Yeah, which is new. That's new bucket list. No, that's cool, I didn't even yeah. know I had to right? do this until now. <laughs> now I have to go. Now to we're blob adding days. things here to do list, man. Right. I apologize. No, 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 no. <laughs> Where you can pay to go see the movie in the Colonial, mm-hmm. right? And then they have at some point where they have a run out where everybody runs out in oh, costume, yeah. oh, that's and there's so all fun. these people outside waiting for the run out and. You know, oh, that's funny. Yeah, it's like three days of everything blob. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, awesome. You know what I awesome. noticed about this too is it it the the '80s remake, which is is basically the same thing. I mean, like old man in the beginning. Yeah, uh, the car, whatever. It's, I mean, obviously, it's much more uh, violent and, mm-hmm. and whatever. But I mean, the story is solid. It's so solid that they just added a little bit of extra flair in the '80s one, but kept kind of the main. Sure. You know, thing. I mean, it's it's a simple story. I mean, right. it's not like it's a uh, some huge mythos, like talking about the ninth gate and all this other stuff. No, it's just a freaking blob from space comes out and starts eating everything. Or, oh dear. Or, I will say this. Oh dear. Now you got to think about the time period. Okay. Fifties, later fifties. Uh-huh. What's going on then? Well, yeah, I mean, we got we got the Korean War. We got we got know. the Red Scare, buddy. Well, sure. Yeah. yeah. So maybe it is a mythos for communism. Here's the thing. I know that a lot of the f- movies from the 50s yeah. were like, because, I mean, World War II just happened. Uh, we did have the atomic bombs, mm-hmm. you know, and so there was a lot of atomic age, like horrors, right? Yeah. And there was, um, you know, we had all the, like the them, you know, like the ones I was talking about, like the the huge, you know, the, this radiation from the bomb or whatever made these huge things. And no, I mean, I, I bet that. I mean, but the thing is, is they were right. Comics are the worst. But nothing. I'm not, <laughs> not going to get anything out of that. No, no, no. But I mean, I can see that. But, but here's the thing, though, too. As somebody in 2023 who's watching this, right? Yeah. And I'm not a young man, so I mean, I have a little bit of perspective. But I mean, I don't have perspective that goes all the way back to when this movie came yeah. out, right? Yeah. I'm looking at this, and I'm looking at the the look and feel, the style of right. the of the of the sets, of the cars, of the buildings, of the way they dress. The mannerisms are different. Absolutely, then, you know? absolutely, and it's crazy to me, and you know, it's kind of quaint, it's kind of whatever, but no, I understand. I mean, I could see that it could be that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it is or not for real, but no, I mean, I, can, I mean, I think it's a bit of a reach, but you never know. I mean, that was such a narrative. Well, let's put that, it this way. You know, let's happening. put it this way. Yeah. If we let the commies in a little bit, they'll eat you and they'll ruin your life, and they'll keep getting bigger and bigger until there's nothing left. We just have to freeze them out. <laughs> As long as uh, the Arctic stays frozen or Antarctica yeah, yeah, yeah. frozen, right. right? Oh, right, no. Yeah. 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 It's, like, it's like, oh, boy. Oh, dear. So, yeah. And then, of course, there was Son of Blob. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, what, in 72? Yeah, it was, yeah. It was much later. It was a yeah. different time frame. Do you know what the one thing, the one thing I noticed about this movie that cracked me up? Yeah. 
is the way they portrayed uh, the women in this. Okay. Oh, dude. Because like, okay, so there's there's a couple scenes in particular. So um, they take the old man from the beginning to this doctor's office, right? right the doctor right, was right, headed right. out of town. He's like, oh shit, I got to go back and look at this guy. So he calls in his nurse, right? Right. The nurse sees it. Oh my goodness! <laughs> she can't handle anything. She's falling over. She's fading. Right, right, oh, right, right. Big strong man. You know all this stuff, and the same thing happens with uh, what's her name, uh, Jane. Jane, yeah, Jane Martin. A little bit later, and I'm just like, you got to be fucking kidding me, but, man. But at the same time, you're right. You're absolutely mm-hmm. right. You know, one has to ask, why didn't the nurse just walk out of the room? Well, because it's slow. Yeah. <laughs> why? Know, why are you? She so- could have just walked right out. What are you? Right? Yeah. Yeah. But there's, you know, in the very beginning mm-hmm. when Steve was all. Uh, hey, Janie girl. And she's like, it's just Jane. Well, she's okay. Like, like, you know, that's like boundaries, like boom. Okay. I'm so, not Janie so, girl. So you could be I'm progressive. Jane. Right. You'd be a little progressive. But, just, just, but once it happens, just a little you, bit. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. Too right, much, too right. much, too much strong women. But she's right or die, about. man. She's yeah, right she's or not, die. I'm not, I'm not and, saying she's not. She's going backwards in the drag race. Uh, dude, you know? the funny thing is, uh, again, another one of the things that made this so great is the cops knew the kids. Yeah. The cops are like, yeah, these are just kids, blah, blah, blah. Right, and, right. Hey, Dick. Hey, Dave. Hey, Dave. You know, they just know each other. And, yeah. You know, it, it, I think that was my favorite thing. Just all those little manners and all the way they interacted with each other. Sure, sure. I mean, the, the, the movie town. was good, yes. Yeah. The, the movie was good on its own. I loved it. But that added a lot to me. Yeah. Me. Well, it's definitely, who who is the who are the only people that get attacked and eaten? Men? Adults. Yeah. Adults. Adults. None of the kids get eaten. Well, okay, yeah. Yeah. It's also midnight. So, well, well, but but, I'm, but all the kids are in the theater. I mean, the no, theater's back. That's a good point. Back, no, that's a good point. Yeah, you right. know, so only the adults are getting eaten by the block. Good. Yeah. So- don't and trust anyone over 30. There you go. But it's definitely, in a way, it's kind of like kids are up to mischief, but they're also the heroes at the same time. Sure. You know, who who's the it's one, you know, honking I, on the horns and getting the air raid siren and the fire, and, you, you know. You have to realize, though, is you're, I feel like you're, like, trying to attribute a lot to, like, the, the, the time and the... In the you know in the in the in the culture, but I think it's yeah. like, bro, we're making this movie for these kids, you know. But I and think we got to make some money. No, I hear you, I yeah. hear you, but I I have to Could wonder. Be. No, if, I'm not saying I'm not saying. I don't know wrong. if that's intentional. Yeah, right. You know, I'm not going to say that this is what their intent was. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, like Yeaworth, the director, uh-huh. was a was a minister, couldn't film on Sundays. Oh, <laughs> I so, get that too, so, bro. So I, you know, a part of me was like. Is this pornography? Are they talking about pornography? You know, like <laughs> sure, you know, and great lines. When are we going to stop being kindergarten teachers or you know, and, and sure. be policemen? Right, right, right. <laughs> you know, that's and there's a line about uh, something about being acid. Oh, you're throwing the acid on the blob. Mm-hmm. Throw, you know, it's an acid. Which one of my favorite lines of all time of, of B fifties horror is from the Tingler. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. you know, it's not a drug. It's an acid. <laughs> right. Well, what kind of acid? Right, 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 right. <laughs> but, yeah. So it's got a 68% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh-huh. It's good. I liked it a lot. I you mean, know. it's, uh, I would say go check it out. I mean, it, it's definitely, it 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 oozes the 50s. I guess. It's right, just like, you. Right. Can, I mean, it's, it's not going to be like, I don't know if, if I were to have one of my kids watch it, they'd be all. I think it's going to be something lost on younger younger folks. I mean, maybe they're. But you know, the problem is these days. It's like I'll be like, "Oh, come on, kids, let me show you one of the my favorites from when I was a kid from the '80s," and they're just like, "Bro, that looks so fake." Right. right, I'm just like, "Well, yeah, of course it does, but that's not the point, kids." You know. So right, right. I don't know if it'll translate well. It does. Now, I don't know if the. 
I don't if know you if think the blob about it, will though, hold up. Dude, this was, I mean, my my parents were born in 53 and 55. Okay. okay. So this came out when they were very, very young. Oh, yeah. And so it's like, but I'm still into it. Yeah, and sure. This is, uh, you know, I mean, I don't know if I'm, just because I'm a horror guy and, you know, I started with the with the popular ones and kind of dug my way into it a little bit or if it's right. just something that I would like either way. But, right. you know, I don't know. And I kind of, you know, I have to admit while watching it, again, you know, watching Steve McQueen, he kind of reminds me of like Matthew McConaughey. A little bit, yeah. You know what I mean? He's got that cool mm-hmm. vibe and Steve McQueen, you know. Do you know what the irony is? Is he? I was thinking about that. I'm like, this is the dude in, uh, oh, f- I just forgot that car movie he's in. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Bullet. I, was it Bullet? Hey, anyways, he was in that. Yeah. But the thing is, I'm looking at him. I'm looking at the pants he's wearing. I'm looking at the shirt he's wearing. I'm like. Bro, that's the cool dude. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that they were kind of trying to capture, uh, kind of make him out to a James Dean kind of competing. Oh, of with, course. You yeah. know, well, Rebel later on, cause, maybe not, maybe not know. during this one. But well, you know, yeah, I think I so because Rebel Without a Cause came before this. Well, oh, maybe. And listen, you yeah. could be totally right. I yeah. just like the way he's dressed and the oh. in the in the good boy he was in the. In the, uh, you know, how, how, well, how, what a respectful young man he was. Well, there was definitely, you know, like, you know, he's, he, his character's called into question, you know. Sure. But then he's, well, look at me. Do, do I look like somebody who's, you know, you know, who's lying? I'm scared, you yeah, know. Right. And, you know, yeah. it's just definitely kind of a redemption of teenagers in sure. a way. I love the movie myself. I think it's I like great. It. It's super fun. I definitely give it. Just check it out. Yeah. If, at the yeah. very least, go check it out. If uh, if the if the opening theme song doesn't hook you for the whole time, you know, check it out for a while. Stick with it. I think it's worth it. I liked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just that Steve McQueen was a bit bitter. I think he. It's reports been that he was bitter about not making because he just took the like the three grand. He didn't take a percentage off the movie, which right. made like four million dollars. That's wild. You know, but. When he died in 1980 of asbestos cancer, which mm. was that whole thing with him dying is really weird. Mm-hmm. Only thing in his room was a poster of the blob. No way. Yeah. Wow. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so if he liked it, you must like it. Check it out. Yeah. The blob. All right. So why don't we do this now? Um, we'll go ahead and uh, take a quick break and then we'll be back with some trivia. Man, it just goes by so fast. But we'll be right back. Right. <laughs> Live from Salt Lake City, it's your favorite game show, Corpse Cast Trivia. Master, wouldn't they need brains for that? Well, as big as their heads are, there's bound to be something in there, one would hope. Anyway, on with the show. All right, Steven, you know what time it is. Um... It's trivia time. Oh, trivia time. You were going to be hilarious and say it's the actual time. (laughs) Right. Why don't you go back there and pick out two cards randomly and uh, let's see how this goes. (laughs) We've had some close battles the last couple of weeks, the past couple episodes. All right. I'll take this one. All right. All right. Let's do paper, rock, scissors to see who goes one. On three. You ready? Okay, ready. One, two, all right. I'm going to go second again. Son of a bitch. All right. Okay. Here we go. Let me turn Get on the my... flashlight out. So I'll go first with the green. Okay. What is the name of the facility studying psychic abilities in teens 
in the film The Fury from 1978. Man, that's hard as fudge. Oh, wow, man. Remember that movie? The Fury? Yeah. Old school. Like, it's it's really good, but it's like, it's not one that gets a lot of uh, attention. It's yeah. called The Paragon Institute. But yeah, that's a tough yeah, one. I wouldn't have got yeah. that one either. Not that, no, okay. you know, whatever. All right, let's go. Okay. Whose lead singer, Roger Daltrey, appears in which 1978 film about a woman? What is that? Uh, inheriting demonic powers. What Roger Daltrey, a woman inheriting demonic powers. Demonic powers. De- demonic powers. In 1978. 78. Demonic powers. Oh, shoot. I figured that'd be a good, like, porn name. Demonic <laughs> powers. Austin, demonic powers. Demonic powers. Uh, 1978, demonic powers. Let's go with, uh, I don't know. I'll take the deuce. I have no idea. What do we got? Who's, what's, what's him? The legacy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah okay. That's a tough all right, one. All right. Yeah. All right. Yellow. Hollywood icon. Oh my hell! What you got to be fudging kidding me, bro? What? 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 Hollywood icon Steve McQueen starred in which horror <laughs> film about an alien amoeba-like creature? You got to be joking! Uh, let me think about yeah. this. It's not Le Mans. It's, not, <laughs> it's uh, not the Glob. It's not. It's not the Glob. It's not molten meat. All right, let's go. Let's the go. Blob. Turn up the radio. Oh man, that sucked a big one, bro. <laughs> I planned it that way. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> What giant monster film um, appears to be composed of founding footage showing partygoers struggling oh. to survive as much uh, as much of New York as much of New York is destroyed? Oh shoot! Yeah. I see it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know this one. Oh yeah. my gosh! I can see it. Yeah. Oh shoot! My that's for some reason that that computer picks up my texts. And so it's like, <laughs> uh, that one is called. Uh, oh my gosh, I could see it. I didn't care for. It. I didn't love it. Yeah. Oh, I only love parts of it. To be honest, Cloverfield. Yeah. Turn up the radio. All right. right. So, oof. So it's one to one. That was the what color was that? that yeah, was that yellow. was the yellow. Yellow. Okay. Oof. We're tied All after right. two. Okay. Oh, oh my goodness. Bro, I cannot believe you got the blob. I know. All right, Orange. Yeah. What real-life magician played a magician in the Jamie Lee Curtis film Terror Train? I knew this one. Oh, man. I don't know. Uh, David Copperfield. Turn up the radio. <laughs> Is that the only magician you know? <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, uh, You have, actually knew that? Have okay. you have, have you've never heard my David Blaine story? Oh, uh, no. Oh, yeah. I, know, I, have, <laughs> no, I have not. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, well, okay, so that was what, orange? Oh, crap, that sucked. Okay, in Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the beginning. Okay. Okay, 2006. What type of factory did Leatherface's mother work at when she gave birth to him? I actually wrote a song about this. Oh, you did? Yeah. What kind of factory did she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a meat processing factory? Like a butcher shop? What what are they going to, well, can you be more specific than that? Like a pig butcher shop. Keep on going. Pig. Well, I don't know what they're called, but <laughs> a pig meat processing plant, uh, which is also called a pigerator. 
<laughs> You're not going to give me that, bro. I am not. You're not. No. no. Uh, a, a pig. Uh, uh, okay, so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, a meat processing plant. That a pig, yeah. It's not yeah. good enough. Yeah. You're all around it. A pig? You're all around it. Uh, <laughs> it's not a piggerator? Okay. It's a piggerator. No. Okay, it's a pig processing no, plant. No, it's a, no, a, no. a butcher shop. No, it's no. a slaughterhouse. A pig yeah! slaughterhouse. Turn up the radio, oh, man! Wow, that wow. was that was. I should have cut you off. Oof. I should have cut you off. So, you well, you know what's good is yeah. we're doing okay because yeah. it's two to two. Two to two, and we're on what now? Uh, the red. We were on the red. red, red so, red. oh my goodness. Okay, so here we go. What did Charlotte amputate from Lizzie to protect her from the abusive head of the Bake Off Academy in the Perfection 2018? B-A-C-H-O-F-F Academy in the Perfection 2018, which I've never seen. Uh, her hand. Shit me. Do you seen it? No. <laughs> Turn, Turn up, up the radio. This is bullshit, <laughs> man. All right. Okay. okay Batman creator Bob Kane said... The visual look of the Joker was influenced by the lead character in what silent film? Oh, it's uh, the man who laughs, or the nice, it's, uh, it's, uh, uh, nice. Is that right? Yeah, the man who laughs. Turn up the radio! Oh my god! Yeah, the man who laughs, nineteen twenty-eight. <sighs> I was like, I swear that's what it's called. Yeah, if yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. what it's called, then I have no idea. Yeah. Wow, wow. bro, that wow. was. Uh, I want to stretch my brain a little bit. It would tied. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay. What is the name of the bull terrier Victor Frankenstein brings back to life in Frankenweenie? Frankenweenie. Yeah, that's the movie. Yeah. I don't know. I've never saw it. I mean, I've never saw it. I wouldn't have got this either. What is it? It's called Sparky. Oh, okay. Get it? Fuck that dog. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Get it? (laughs) Okay. What asylum film starred 1980s pop rivals Debbie Gibson? And Tiffany. Say that again, sorry. Tiffany. No, what? What? Oh. What asylum film starred 1980s pop rivals? Oh, asylum film. Like, yeah, uh, no, asylum. Shit, film. I have asylum, no idea. Because yeah, yeah. I, asylum Debbie films. Gibson if I see Tiffany. asylum on the thing, I'm not watching it. I think we're alone now. Oh my hell! Doesn't uh, seem to be anyone around. Is that what it's called for real? No. No. No, I have no idea what this is. Mega Python versus. Gatoroid 2011. Guess what, bro? What? I never would have got, yeah, got that. All right, so listen, if we don't do it this time, we're about yeah. to go into some overtime again. All right, all right. Here's the last one. What Gilligan's Island actor also starred in the 1975's film version of The Stepford Wives? Bob Denver. What Gilligan's Island actress... Oh, actress. Oh, it's still starting nineteen. Oh, sh- I was like, I was like John yeah. Denver. He no, doesn't. Bob Denver. He's not even in that. I know. No, I'm joking. Actress. Um, uh, um, I don't. Um, Marianne. No, 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 no. Ginger. What's her name? Ginger. Yeah, but you got to give me God the name. God damn bro. it, Ginger. You know. Because uh, there's a total of three women. Yeah, it's, you got yeah, a thirty-three yeah, yeah. percent. Mrs. Howell. <laughs> exactly. Her name is Tina Louise. Tina Louise. So okay, right, so go right, grab a. Right. Oh yeah, that's right. I could win it all with this. Yeah, one. here we I go. Forgot. Here we go. What did the killer, uh, killer in Torso, nineteen seventy three, use to strangle his victims? Uh, piano wire. Final answer. Yeah. No. What is it? Scarves. 
Oh, shoot. Okay, yeah. well, we're going to go into overtime. Put those back, will you? Yeah. And now it's just it's just uh, innings. God, we do this a lot. <laughs> All right. So. All right. Do you want to see who goes first again? For overtime? No, let's just keep okay, on doing go it. Ahead. Okay, okay. Go ahead. All right. All right. I'll go ahead. That's, yeah, I'm no, sorry. sure. Okay. Sorry, my, I'll go ahead. Let me. All right. I got to turn on the light, though, because I'm old. What's the name of the dead hitchhiker in the film based on the Stephen King novella, Riding the Bullet? Oh. Dude, that's hard. Oh, Riding the Bullet? Yeah. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I know Silver Bullet, but I don't know. Right, right. I know. It was named Roger, uh, George Staub. Yeah. Oh, I would have yeah, known yeah, that yeah, either. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, Screen legend Betty Davis stars as the menacing widow uh, fortune in what 1978 NBC miniseries? What? Oh, man. If you get this. Yeah. 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 You'll know I'm cheating because <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea what this is. The Dark Secret of Harvest Home, 1978. Yeah. Bro. Never heard of it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. Okay. How many sequels did the creature from the Black Lagoon from 1954 spawn? I'm going to say, I'm going to say six. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Nope. Two. Two. Revenge of the creature and the creature walks Uh, among us. All right. All right. Okay. Who took over for Boris Karloff? Oh my God. Okay. Who took over for Boris Karloff as Frankenstein's monster in the sequel? Frankenstein meets the Wolf Man, 1943. Bella Lugosi, turn up the radio. I was going to do another song. Yeah. Bella Lugosi's dead. Well, don't I'm sing dead, that. That would have given I'm it dead. away because yeah, not that I needed the help. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, Congratulations. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, play a quick trailer for Night or Curse of the Demon. We'll be right back to talk about it. It has been written... Since the beginning of time, that evil, supernatural creatures exist in a world of darkness. And it is also said, man can call forth these powers of darkness, the demons of hell. is the night of the demon. And tonight is the night that Dana Andrews, as a daring scientist, defies the mysterious murderous devil cult in a desperate battle against the demons of hell. Oh, why did you drop the poker? Red hot. It isn't, you know. Oh, my boy, you're as pale as death. There was something in here. He has been chosen. I've been chosen for what? What do you mean? Today I found all the pages of my desk calendar torn out after October the 22nd. I know why. He died on the 22nd. John, what's the matter? The same thing happened to my desk calendar after the 28th. The Frightened Girl. Master of witchcraft. You will die, as I said, at 10 o'clock on the 28th of this month. Your time allowed is just three days from now. Skeptical? 
Don't make up your mind till you see this masterpiece of macabre magic. Because, after all, evil supernatural creatures really do exist. All right, everybody. Being married. Yeah, we got a we got a interloper here. We wish she would go away real quick because we're trying to get to our show. <laughs> I said, don't put crumbs in the bed. All right, we're gonna get back into this right now. We're gonna go talking about night or curse of the demon. From which night. do you prefer? Uh, here I I prefer Night of the Demon because they actually use that in the film. Okay, right. right. But the problem is, is there's that movie Night of the Demons. From the 80s with... Uh, Which is the the greatest horror movie I love of the it. 80s. I love that oh, one. yeah. The thing yeah. is, though, is, is it's hard to Google without... You, know, you no, have to sift sure, through. For sure. Uh, this came out in 1957. IMDb gives us a 7.4. And by the way, it has 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I saw that. So yeah. I was like, yo, that's yeah. not bad. Which, to be honest, when I first saw that, uh-huh. I was surprised. I saw that first before I watched it. Uh-huh. I'm like, what the fuck? It went 100 yeah, right. On Rotten to- and then okay, you probably you know. watched it and was like, oh, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, not to get ahead of ourselves. Yeah. This movie was directed by Jacques Tournier, who has 74 directorial credits. He was active from 1931, and it says on IMDb till 2009, but there's this gap between 1966 and 2009, so it seems a little fishy. He's so, raising a family. Well, maybe. <laughs> or maybe it's like, maybe it's just like, bro, that from 2009, it was from Beyond the Grave. I don't know. Right. He did a lot of episodes of TV show. He didn't do a lot of stuff that uh, I've heard of before. Um, it was written by uh, the guys who did the screenplay, Charles Bennett, 65 writing credits, The Lost World, Voyage from the Bottom of the Sea, a lot of stuff like that. Also a guy named Hal E. Chester. He has seven writing credits, um, nothing that I've heard of before. But it was based on a short story by M.R.James uh Called Casting the Runes, which is published as part of a uh, of a short story collection in 1911. So, yeah, kind of old. Uh, this movie starred Dana Andrews as Doctor John Holden, Peggy Cummins, <laughs> Peggy Cummins <laughs> as Joanna Harrington, uh, Neil McGinnis as Julian Carswell, Athene Sailor as Mrs. Carswell, and a bunch of other people who. We're just going to go ahead and skip. Uh, Okay, so go over the plot a little bit. The movie opens up with Professor Harrington begging Dr. Julian Carswell to rescind a curse that was placed upon him. Carswell is the leader of a religious, uh, check it, satanic cult, and Harrington has been running an investigation into his group because there were some strange deaths that was like, and whispered that it was the fault of the cult. But we don't know for sure, because guess what? We never got to the bottom of it. But we, the viewers, know that it wasn't, uh, sorry, well, so Harrington's begging uh, Carswell not to, you know, to rescind the thing. But the problem is, is uh, Harrington, as he's driving home one night, crashes into a set of power lines. Well, that's what the authorities declare as a cause of death. But as we, the viewers, know, it wasn't just the electric lines. It was the huge demon that came out of the trees to fulfill Carswell, Carwell, Carswell's curse. My goodness. I can do this. Demon for the trees. And the th- yeah, so I mean it's not a it's it's not a spoiler. This was like within the first five minutes oh, of the yeah, movie, right? Yeah, so, right off. So we're there. Anyhow, Dr. John Holden arrives in London 
uh, with the intention of joining the late Harrington to expose Carswell's cult. However, upon his arrival, he learns that Harrington is dead, and uh, uh, Holden teams up with Harrington's daughter to find out, you know, what's going on with this? What's going on? How did my dad die? What was he dealing with? What was he investigating? And just to kind of come up with all those things. Um, basically, a bunch of clues led to uh, Carswell being a suspect. But before he has a chance to stake out Carswell, he shows up to the library where Holden is doing some research to introduce himself and invite him to his castle. We do see Carswell doing some sketchy stuff with Holden's papers. But anyway, we'll talk more about that later. The movie continues as a mystery to figure out what happened to Harrington and also ascertain the legitimacy of Carswell and his cult. Carswell comes out and tells Holden, he like comes right out and says, listen, I am a, I work the dark arts and I, you know, if you don't mess with me or else I'll put, put a curse on you. In fact, guess what? You got three days to get rid of your investigation on me. Stop it or else you're going to die too. Okay. And uh, basically that's it. Is Carswell a legitimate dark magician? Will Holden uncover the mystery and live to tell the tale? Does every devil guy have a sweet pointy goatee? Find out by watching Night of the Demons from 1957. Dude, what'd you think? Okay, I I, I had heard of it. Right, I've definitely heard of... I, I heard of them both, and I didn't... I don't think I put the two together. Okay. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Curse of the Demon, Night of the Demon. Uh-huh. You know, I don't think I put the two together. And that that demon from the in the very first, once I saw that, I'm like, Holy shit! I've yeah, seen right. this. Yes, this creature. Yes, you know uh-huh. which. It's like th- that's where this is from. Yeah, uh-huh. you know, uh-huh. like uh-huh. fantastic. I thought it was. I thought that the demon was awesome. Well, you know, it's funny you because know. you think of demons, and you know, you come up like I mean, nowadays, I mean, I don't know what you yeah. thought of back then, but it's like you don't think of these because this basically looked like a. I mean, a, not, not. I mean, maybe a thirty foot like kaiju type of absolutely but it was it was hairy and it was like and you know they were trying to act they actually tried to get uh uh what's his name oh i just forgot his name um the guy who did all the stop motion uh uh, ray harry ray harryhausen to come do that but he was working on jason and the argonauts or or sinbad or one of those right 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 so they basically made this this big thing but it looked cool as shit absolutely i loved it I loved this movie. I yeah? thought it was so much fun. Is this the first time you've seen it? First time I saw it. No kidding. Right. Cool. And awesome. just right out, I'm going to say that for the time period, mm-hmm. I felt like uh, the the flow of the actors mm-hmm. really was there. The mm-hmm. screenwriting was great. Absolutely. You know, the flow, the story, the plot was spot on, <clears throat> but just the acting was top notch. Where the blob. A little sketchy. <laughs> you know, well, well, it's low budget. But but that but you know. that's what I when I said in the beginning, it's like yeah, the schlocky blob it was going to yeah, be in the yeah. driving right. But right. then we look at this one, I'm like, I don't know. This is this seems a little bit too highbrow. I agree. But I mean, I don't know if it yeah. was or what. But to me, it seems like the schlocky ones would be there. Maybe not this one. But right, I don't. But, know. but at the same time, it had that film noir feel. Yeah, and I think sure, that was absolutely. From the, the, the lead man, Dana. Uh, Cartwright, uh, Andrews, Dan Andrews, Andrews, Dan yeah. Andrews, which to me he kind of looked like Lon Chaney Jr. Okay, yeah, sure, absolutely, you know, uh-huh. uh, which I think I don't know if Lon Chaney could would have done mm-hmm. as good of a job in this one. As the Dana. thing is, I'd never seen this guy before. I mean, I mean right? Well, he's in a, anything else? I guess is he's what in I'm a saying. ton of film more. Yeah, okay, you know, well that yeah. makes sense yeah. as to why. Yeah, and he is he's awesome. He carries himself well, mm-hmm. you know. And um, now is this a British production? Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So he's an American actor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. In a British production, which is cool. I thought. Sure. You know, because you kind of definitely have mm-hmm. that going on. Mm-hmm. But 
Loved it. Let Fantastic me, fun. Let I me, would own this. Oh yeah, yeah, I do own it. In fact, uh, you know what? I don't. I don't. I wonder if there's a new release because it's mm. been a long time since I've seen this. But uh, I remember. I mean, I I saw this. I, I uh, DVD years and years ago, and it's right. it's somewhere in there, right? But the thing is, it's like this. I mean, I I don't know if there's any extras. I would love to see if there's something going on. But but let me let me run something past you. Yeah. So remember when we did the Devil's Reign? It was a it was the good versus evil. It was the Shatner versus the Borg. Right, right, right. Good right. versus evil, right? Corbin. Yes. Now this was kind of a a, a a science versus fantasy or supernatural, right? Well, you know, what one thing I'm a big I'm a big like I'm super intrigued, kind of fan fascinated by the whole British nouveau riche uh, obsession with the occult. Which Alistair was, Crowley and all well, that stuff. Well, right, right. Uh-huh. Well, you, you know the the Golden Dawn, sure. mm-hmm. or the Theophysy, uh-huh. you know, which was popular. I think it became popular in the, the late nineteenth century, mm-hmm. all the way through. So this may have been a little late, but with the whole seance and everything, sure. and you know, so it definitely had that element to it, which I thought was absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that with the with the science versus the supernatural. Mm-hmm. These two guys were so sure of themselves. Oh, yeah. They were kind of both super arrogant. Oh. And they're just like, F, you know, up yours because right. I'm going right. to do this. And then Carswell's like, well, you're going to die in three days. He's like, you know, the science guy's like, huh. The problem is, is we knew that Carswell's right because we'd seen the demon in right. the first five right. minutes. And it's interesting because it's like, um, so uh, what's it? Turner, Turner, the director. Right. So he didn't, he, he filmed it, but... They didn't. Fi- they filmed like all the beginning, the demon, the the part with the demon in the beginning without him. Really? After he was done, because he wanted it to be more of a mystery, oh, more of a like, okay, by the way, and then all oh, the end, oh crap, uh, Carswell's right, right, you know, right, stuff right, like that. Right. But no, but we know as as is. I don't know if it's better or worse that we know from the very beginning that Carswell is legitimate, and we see and we see Holden. Go through all these things, and you know, I think most of us watching this think, "Yeah, shit, this guy's full of crap," you know, whatever. Right, right. And we're kind of with him, but at the same time, we know that Carswell in this movie is right, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. So I think it's interesting because they're both dickheads to each other a little bit, right? Absolutely, and and his, you know, and uh, Dana, uh, his his holding on the the, the atheist, yes, you know, exactly, uh, you know, science, well, or just nothing, science, you know, you know? Just and science, like, you know, yeah. And, and so, but you're watching right. that with no, I mean, with that little bit of uh, dramatic irony knowing right. that he's wrong, but still interested to see how it goes. I liked Carswell, uh, the way that that guy, there, there was only a couple of parts that were like kind of wild to me. It's 1957. Mm-hmm. What we have to understand about 1957 is, I mean, we obviously we don't have the, 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 uh, the effects that we uh, the, back then that we do now. I mean, in the eighties, that was huge for practical effects, right? right. This was 1957. And also, what we have to understand is that um, we see it now. We see a remastered HD version of it, and not like a 1950s filmed on 35 millimeter. The whatever. grainy, exactly. Right, right. So there's a couple of parts that made me crack up. There's one part where Holden breaks into Carswell's place looking for clues. Right. And he shows up, and this cat turns into a jaguar, and it's like a, it's like a, it's like a plush jaguar. He's like fighting it himself, and he's putting it up to his neck, and I, that cracked me up. But yeah. I mean, thank goodness it doesn't take it didn't take me out of the movie because the story it was do you think killer. They, do you think they should have used a real panther? 
<laughs> I think they should have used CG Panther, okay? CG. Back then, okay? There's also one part where the demon is holding a guy in his hand. He's shaking oh, him, dude, and it's like dude. a little doll, and I'm just like, oh, my hell, that is hilarious. But like I said, you, you couldn't have seen it that clear right, or whatever. Right. But I think the best thing out of them all, basically, like part, how part of the this curse works is you give a parchment of runes, right? Yeah. You have to give it to somebody without them knowing, and then you bet it's basically putting the curse on them. Right. And within X amount of days, they're going to die. Well, at the very end, well, sorry, I won't give it away, but there's yeah. a part where the parchment is being given back and forth and it escapes and it's blowing down the way. Right, and you right. see the fishing line taking it the whole way. <laughs> it's just like, you, you know, somebody's, somebody's reeling it in. Yeah. I don't know. But the, but the thing is, is that did not, that did not like ruin this for me at all. No. Like you were saying, the story, the feel of it, the noir feel. The way there was there's one part though that I forget that I hate. There is a seance part, and they go in, Holden and the girl, right, uh, Harrington's daughter, go right. in, and uh, it's Carswell's mom, and she she knows this seance or the what do you call it medium, and it's the medium and his wife, and they go in there, and then they have to sing a song because it's pleasure, and they sing this song called <laughs> Cherry Rod, and I'm like that is the most evil harp song sung by a group of harpies right. that I have ever heard in my life, and it was very off putting. That's the only part that I'm like, gosh, dang. Let's yeah. just take that out next yeah, time. Yeah, it was a bit silly, that part. But uh, I, I mean, it, you got to love it, though. It's but, just, you know, with with the whole passing back and forth, uh, you know, what did that... Oh, you know what it reminds me of? Hmm. Harry Potter. Oh, I've never w- seen those. W- w- or with, read those. Oh, no, with Dobby in the sock. I don't know. Bro. Oh, you know, Dobby. You I know, know Do- gotta, Dobby's a house Dobby's, elf or some shit. Oh, yeah, right, right. But if you give him some clothes where he gives him the sock, anyway, anyway. Yeah. But <laughs> it's not, but I thought it was cool. I think it was, you know, the whole runes was rad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's another thing about the mythos of the whole thing. It's like, I mean, would it have been great to know, like, where the curse was coming from? There's a scene when, when they he went to Stonehenge, where Holden well, went to Stonehenge. Yeah. And he saw the same runes on Stonehenge that we saw on the parchment. And it's like, oh, shit, well, what right. does that mean? Can we get a little bit into this a little bit more? Maybe that would have been cool. In a, you know. Well, the first shot is Stonehenge. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, sure. So... And in fact, I was like, "Why are they filming Stonehenge?" You know right? what? You I'm know, glad yeah. that the I'm glad that uh, the uh, the sets crew got uh, knew the difference between um, the one tick for feet and the two ticks for inches. Because I would have hated <laughs> to have him walk around on fifteen in, around fifteen inch Stonehenges. Okay, well, but pulling a spinal tap. Yes, exactly. I have a dwarf on stage. It's in fear of being yeah, the Stonehenge monument. Being fear of being crushed by a dwarf. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it, it says feet. It says inches. It says inches. Yeah. Do you know how big, how massive a Stonehenge monument is? Yeah. Right. Yeah, I, I do think one last thing I have to say that I loved about, absolutely loved about this movie. So every time the demon shows up. It doesn't just pop out. Right. You got you got from the trees, you have sparks. You have a little bit of mm-hmm, fire. You have mm-hmm. you got this mist, this smoke that comes out, right? And there's a scene in the middle of the movie where you see that coming, but it doesn't come all the way out. And you're just like, oh shit, here it comes. I just thought that looked so awesome. It, it, it was yeah. creepy. And they always do it in, in the middle of the, the, the woods and you know, whatever. And it's just like Would, it's amazing. Was this your first time seeing it? Oh no, no, no. I'd I'd seen this okay. a bunch of times. Oh, but okay, it's just cool. like but I picked it because I'm like, I bet you, I bet you Steve will like this. Yeah, you know? no, definitely. It's, it's, it's been years since I'd seen it before, but I do remember thinking that I remember, 
I mean, I couldn't remember exactly why, but I'm like, I remember just loving this movie, thinking it was awesome. And I give this a high buy. I like, I take this one home, people. This yeah. is a good one for yeah. sure. I would own it. I would watch it again. Definitely, it, it would be in my collection. It, yeah, yeah. Liked it quite a bit. I, and it, it's hard to, it, you know, it's hard to like, to to. to I don't know to to criticize it in a way that would be fair. I think right. You, know, you can you can you can bag on the special effects. You can bag you know this sure, but for but the it's, time, it's like oh my gosh. It's and but the thing is to still like hold that much interest for me. And the first the first time I saw it, I mean I was you know I was I wasn't young, but I wasn't old. You know, right, so it's right. like, it really got me. And that's I think that's a testament to the to the writers and the production and all that the production people and all that stuff. So yeah, man, I really liked it. I'd say go check it out for sure. And uh, yeah. Right on. Yeah, dude. So cool. Well, that's all we got for this one. Um, if you would like to give us a call, uh, we're going to come up with something eventually that uh, we start taking calls and doing it first. But for now, all we got is if you want to give us some feedback, call us at 385-351-9273. That is the bone phone at 385-351-9273. Hit us up on CourseCollective.com, Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, wherever fine podcasts are found. But you got anything else for them? No. So for the Corpse Cast, we'll catch you guys later.